Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 328 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for the privilege of reading your word. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what we can learn in Luke chapter 17. Jesus talks about temptations that are sure to come. He tells us to pay attention and be on our guard, always trying to help one another. He tells us to forgive others for their sins. The Amplified Bible defines forgiveness as giving up resentment and consider the offense as recalled and annulled. This is harder to do than it seems. In the very next verse, the apostles ask for more faith. We may need to ask for more faith and lean into our faith to forgive the way Jesus intends us to forgive. In verse 21, Jesus said, The kingdom of God is within you, in your hearts, and among you, surrounding you. For many years, I believed I had to wait to go to heaven to experience the kingdom of God. But Jesus said we already have it in our hearts. May we treasure the gift he gave us as he died for us to make it so. Well, let's continue in Revelation chapter 8 with John's vision. The seventh seal was broken, and the seven angels standing before God were given trumpets. Another angel came with spices, which exuded perfume when burned. These spices were mixed with the people's prayers and placed upon the golden altar before the throne. Psalm 141, verse 2, is referenced here, which says, Let my prayer be set forth as incense before you, the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. It is comforting to know that our prayers are a sweet scent for the Lord. Then the angel took the same vessel that held the incense, filled it with fire, and hurled it at the earth. Ezekiel 10, verse 2, is referenced here and says, And the Lord spoke to the man clothed in linen and said, Go in among the whirling wheels under the cherubim. Fill your hands with coals of fire from between the cherubim and scatter them over the city. And he went in before my eyes. The fire caused much disruption on the earth and signified that God's judgment was upon the world. We read about the first angel where hail and fire mixed with blood hurled at the earth. A third of it was burned up. The second angel hurled a mountain into the sea and a third was burnt. The third angel made one third of the rivers poisonous. The fourth angel blew his trumpet and a third of the sun, moon, and stars were darkened. Some people believe these four judgments and the result of the judgments have already taken place and did so only a short time after John saw the vision. Verse 13, the last verse says, Then I looked and I saw a solitary eagle flying in midheaven. And as it flew, I heard it crying with a loud voice, Woe, woe, woe to those who dwell on the earth because of the rest of the trumpet blasts which the three angels are about to sound. This is believed by some to be yet to come. If God's people continue to disobey him and do not draw close to him, his judgment is expected to be worse than the first four judgments. May we keep our eyes and hearts turned toward the Lord. Let's see what Ezekiel is writing in chapter 43. In Ezekiel 10 and 11, we read about God departing from the temple through the east door. In chapter 43, we read that God's spirit entered through the east gate and his glory filled the temple. He said, this is the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever. God directed Ezekiel to show the temple's descriptions to the people to help them see how they sinned and to show them that God gave them the specifications of the temple before it was ever built. 
This will help them know that God had a plan for them all along. If the people recognized their sins, Ezekiel was told to give them the specifications so they could one day build a temple to those specs. Then Ezekiel was given all the specifications. God gave Ezekiel all the offering regulations as well. In chapter 44, the east gate is shut for everyone because the Lord has entered the temple from that gate. Ezekiel was brought into the temple through the north gate. Then the Lord began telling him who was allowed to enter the sanctuary and who was not. Only the people who had adhered to God and his ways could enter the sanctuary. They were not to bring people from other countries in. The Levitical priests could enter the sanctuary. And the Lord gave Ezekiel specific instructions about how they should dress, care for themselves, and whom they could and couldn't marry. Last, verse 28 says, This, their ministry to me shall be to them as an inheritance, for I am their inheritance, and you shall give them no possession in Israel, for I am their possession. This verse is much like Joshua 13, verse 33, where God says, He is the inheritance for the Levitical tribe. God never changes. He is the same today as he was thousands of years ago and will be forevermore. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 147. This is another psalm of praise. It honors God for all he does and who he is. Verse 5 says, Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is inexhaustible and boundless. Yes, our Lord is great. There is none greater than he. Let us praise him today. In verse 3, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, curing their pains and their sorrows. It is almost overwhelming to think that the God of the universe cares so much about each of his creations, including you and me. We are made by him and made whole by him. May we take the time to sit in his presence and be made whole. Last, verse 11 says, The Lord takes pleasure in those who reverently and worshipfully fear him, in those who hope in his mercy and loving kindness. Let us continue seeking him and seeking to know more about him. As we learn more, we realize he is more worthy of our worship and praise. Our hope is in him. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us more about you, your heart for us, and your faithfulness. May we sit in your presence and be made whole by you. Thank you for loving us beyond our comprehension. Keep our hearts soft and turned to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.